Namaste. One of the greatest things, there are many greatest things, whom to recount, what to recount, but something that we find in Mother and Shurabindu's life is the ability to drop the past like this and surge into the future. This is something which one can see in their life. Look at Shurabindu. How when he came from England, he dropped the entire ways of the English people and took up the Indian way of life. He didn't take time. And then, in the Indian way of life, he was doing very well with the Maharaja, Baroda and money, salary, everything. Suddenly, he drops everything. The job, family life, everything. And at the call of the nation, nation, the freedom movement, he jumps there. He doesn't look back. He doesn't say, oh, let me just continue. I will contribute. Nothing like that. Just stops. And then when the greater call arrives from Pondicherry, to Pondicherry, not from Pondicherry is for us. <laughs> Adesh, he doesn't know what Pondicherry, somebody has to come and see what this place is, where. But he just has the Adesh. Go to Chandanagar and then the next Adesh is go to Pondicherry. So he doesn't think what will happen to the freedom movement. I am responsible. I am the great man. People stick to their throne, little chairs for their life. Here is Shurabindu showing us the way. Nothing. If, if the call of the divine is there, then everything goes into the bonfire. As is on the Gita. That's how Shurabindu, that's why he could write from his own experience that to everybody Krishna will not say the same thing that fight the battle. He says to a Buddha, Sri Krishna will say, go and meditate upon the root cause of suffering and its cure. To a Ramakrishna, he will say, climb to new heights. So it is this way he drops and comes to Pondicherry. In Pondicherry, he has a way of life which is going on, lasses the fair as they say. And then with the mothers coming, things change immediately, we see Shurabindu. Completely. Perhaps he is the first person and the last one to change. By the coming of the mother in such a way, like a little child, whatever way the mother organized the ashram. Not once does he say, why this? No, no, it's okay, it was going on. People say, that's why people used to say the surrender of mother to Shirobindra and Shirobindra to the mother. And then when he realized that, he saw rather than realized that only by his physical withdrawal, this work can be done at further speed, he does that. Same thing we see in mother's life. When she goes to, you know, Algeria, learns occultism, all that synthesis she has achieved. Then she comes to India. She comes like a newborn child. When she comes to Shirobindo, all that constructions go away. First April prayer is like that. I am like a newborn child. And who? Someone who has realized Kundini Yoga, Yoga of the Gita, adept in Buddhist Yoga, leaves it all behind. Like a child she becomes. Then she goes to the second world war. She is all that there. And then when she comes, all family ties, everything are left behind. This capacity of the mother to leave behind the past and forge into the future. Same with 1955 when Pondicherry gains independence when, you know, she has to therefore form a trust because material things cannot now be in her name. So, so easily... She says, okay, let us form a trust. The purpose was very simple because 1954, Pondicherry became free. So you need some people to sign 
for the material things. So she just leaves behind. Then her whole attention is towards Auroville. What a way she is looking towards the future. So we see one of these wonderful states which we must imbibe in one of our prayers. The prayer is March 1st. No, sorry. The prayer is March 4th, 1914. It is the last time it may be it may well be for long that I write at this table. She has written all the prayers, prayers and meditation prayer, sitting on the table. She says, Maybe it's the last time I'm writing. Not like us, so we have to come back, care of the house, caretaker, nothing. In this quiet room steeped in thy presence, and it's not an ordinary place. It's a different matter that they were so detached from this past. Even in Chandanagar, where Shirobindo says, he says, there is nothing of my atmosphere. He withdrew it. And the same with mother's place in Paris. People go, it's okay, it's a shraddha. That's a different thing. But she has taken everything from there inwardly, whatever is needed. Because that's how they are. Always forging toward the future. So she says, it is the last time, it may well be for long that I write at this table in this quiet room steeped in thy presence. No mental calculation. I am going, when will I come back? How? Nothing. For the next three days, I shall probably not be able to write because she will be leaving on March 6th. The next pair is Geneva. It is in an inner concentration that I contemplate this page which, as it turns, vanishes into the dream of the past. And I regard this other page blank, but in potentiality full of the dream of the future. So wonderful. The previous two prayers, we have read it earlier, but the previous prayer is that as the departure comes near, she looks toward the future with hope. She doesn't know that she is the, she is the future. <laughs> but she says that we are not, uh, whatever the past was is gone. This capacity, one of the things that at least I have felt as the greatest example of the Lord, many great examples, is this. How they could drop the past like this. So she says that the page, this page I am writing is the past after this, gone. And this blank page is the future, which is what is important. And yet, what is small thing it seems? Why? Because now past, future, present have all gone into a vastness, tremendous and complete. And yet, what is small thing it seems? Childish and without importance. When looked at in the light of thy eternity. At one place he says that earthly realizations take too big a place in our consciousness. Because... We think that, you know, this is everything. But truly speaking, earth is a speck. That's the consciousness in which if one lives, then one can work upon earth. Work is upon earth, but the consciousness should be as vast as eternity. She says, this past, this future, this house, that second house, where I am, where I am going, all this when seen from the eye of eternity because fundamental truth will remain the same, the fundamental aspiration and that she is expressing. The one thing important is to obey thy law 
with love and joy. This is surrender. What you will bring to me today, next moment, tomorrow, I am happy to obey it with love and joy. This one way Radha's prayer or through we find this kind of surrender. Thy law, not my way. We in ordinary life do this. Lord, you obey my way. Otherwise, there is no way I will believe in you. That's why we miss the whole thing. Whereas the approach should be thy way, not my way. And give me the wisdom to understand your way. And give me the strength to follow your way. The one thing important is to obey thy law with love and joy. O Lord, grant that all in us may adore thee and serve thee. This is the job. How does it matter? Whether one is here, there, any, anywhere, this is the job. This is the work. To adore the divine, to serve the divine and actually through everything. Some people have illusion that service is this way, that way. Once somebody told me that, you know, real service means, you know, when you are doing some manual work or something. I said, what, what should poor people do who have a mouth which can speak? Even looking can be service. Everywhere, in every moment. Six hours is ashram's work. Mother's work is 24-7. Mother's work is not limited. This is a training ground so that we can learn to become, grow unselfish in our dealing with everybody. It's not like after six hours now, I will lead my life in my way. In everyday relations, activities, food, human beings, approaches, everything. To do it with that sense of the sacred that this also is mother's work. Teaching a child, taking a class, meeting people, going to a restaurant, why not? Everything can be done in that spirit. Cooking food, everything has to be done in that spirit. Dealing with issues, problems, when we are ill, it's, it's somebody else's work. It is also mother's work. Mother, this is my body, prone to illness. <laughs> Do something so that your energies can pour into this living matter. Fine, if... It works fine, doesn't work is fine, but at least that invocation is mother's work. When we are sick, we can do that. So, roga yoga, not that roga yoga is the best way to do it. Don't make it branded. Roga yoga. Another is bhoga yoga, that also people do. But everything, and actually, when the Gita says, yukta hara viharasya, vihar is the word it has used, in everything to be in that state. O Lord, grant that all in us may adore thee and serve thee. May all have peace. So before she departs, she is telling everybody, may this creation be full of peace. So we will read it. March 4th, 1914. It is the last time, it may well be for long, that I write at this table, in this quiet room steeped in thy presence. For the next three days, I shall probably not be able to write. It is in an inner concentration that I contemplate this page, which, as it turns, vanishes into the dream of the past. And I regard this other page, blank but in potentiality, full of the dream of the future. What a symbolic way to look at just the diary. And yet, what a small thing it seems. This is to combine the widest and the smallest. Supramental. The least detail with the most vastest of vast. And yet what a small thing it seems, childish and without importance, 
when looked at in the light of thy eternity the one thing important is to obey thy law with love and joy o lord grant that all in us may adore thee and serve thee may all have peace